Welcome to Balance Boldly, the podcast for ambitious women in business and a few brave men. I'm your host, Nikita Thigpen, balance and relationship advisor, moving you beyond simply surviving the burnout of work and life and into a space of thriving in life, love, and business. Welcome to 2019. Welcome to our season 12 of revivification. What did I just say? Did you recognize that word? Do you think that this is another Nikita-ism that I made up? It's not, I promise. I make up words all the time. This isn't one of them. Revivification is literally about breathing new life into something, making something that was old new again. And for me personally, that's what this year is about. 2018 was magnificently horrendous on so many levels. There were so many phenomenal opportunities and things that would come and there would be these spikes of great And there would be these really, really hard, fast, deep, unforeseen lows that would just come out of nowhere. And for most of the people in my circle, my circle of influence, both professional and personal that I would talk to, would constantly say like, I am so grateful that I got through 2018. But for me, last year wasn't just about getting through something. It was about getting through it to get to the other side, because I think that that's what life is about. I think that's what your trials, your tribulations, and even your triumphs are all there to level you up for the next opportunity. So for me, 2019, my word of the year, amongst all the other things that I stand in and prayer and opportunity that God's will be done over my life is about is literally about revival. So that's the space that I'm at. That's the season that we're in. We're coming from breaking boxes in 2018 to now reviving that space that we broke the box to get free to walk into. So that's why today I am always, as usual, excited and enthusiastic about the guest that I have. She is such a dear friend. I love her to life. We connected two and a half, three years ago when I was, you know, entering into my stomping ground and building my new family, my next level professional family in New York City, Raquel Miller. She is a phenomenal woman whose model in life is to make a difference now. So, you know, if you've been following Balance Boldly, you already know that I relate and I connect to her just off of that period. She's a savvy business leader and a social connector. She is the proud Caribbean American woman, and she has been in this field making waves for over 17 years, both in her business experience and operations and sales, and now in her entrepreneurial ventures and owner as Bunchful Birthday, Holiday, Gift, and Registry. Doesn't that just sound fun? It just sounds fun. Like, well, what is Bunchful? Bunchful is a birthday holiday gift registry. It's a phenomenal thing, especially for a Caribbean American woman to break into the technology space. She's doing things that you can't imagine, but she's going to share with us here and tell you how she's navigated the labyrinth of all that has happened as she moved from being an executive, you know, person in a space who was doing leadership things, walking in spaces of corporate businesses, having to knock on doors and get rejected constantly for the sake of another company and take all of that grit and put it into her own foundation as a new entrepreneur herself. Raquel, welcome to Balance Boldly. How are you today? Hi, Nikita. Thank you so much for welcoming me. I am excited to reconnect with you, as you know, and I'm even more excited to uh, to be interviewed in, on your podcast. So thank you again. 
and I am looking forward to revivification. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. You know, I'm so happy to be here. I have to tell everyone really quick, Raquel and I met, um, I felt like it was over three years ago. I thought it was two and a half, three, but as I think about it, since we're technically in 2019, we probably met somewhere around 2015-ish, 2016 maybe early 2016, uh, one of our mutual friends, Bobby Fodish, who is, you know, a sister, a friend, a mentor for me, uh, you were one of the rare women of color who would show up in a room doing her thing, announcing herself, being on point with everything that you brought to the table. And you were always so humble about it, which made me connect to you in such a sincere way. And I don't think I ever got a chance to say thank you for just being who you were and showing up in raw form in excellence every single time you stepped in a room. So thank you. Thank you, Nikita. It's, uh, it's been an honor and continues to be an honor knowing you. And yes, we are so blessed to have been brought together by Bobby, but, and continued uh, our relationship. It's wonderful. <laughs> it is fantastic. Um, so you guys don't know, but Raquel travels the earth. I literally say the earth instead of the world because I'm always teasing her, whether it's an email because we haven't talked, you know, in about, you know, four to six months or a quick text message that we're shooting across each other, whatever it is. I'm always like, well, where are you now? Where in the world is Raquel? Because she's in Berlin. She's in Europe. She's in Paris. She's, you know, she's somewhere. Sometimes she's in Atlanta. You know, it just you just never know where she is. Um, so tell everyone about some, some of your travels and what kind of got you to the space and place where you were able to incorporate your love for traveling um, and combined it with everything that made you create Bunchful Holiday Gift Registry? Well, right now I'm in New York City. I'm very excited to be in New York. It's one of those places where when you get back to New York, you feel that energy starts to bounce through you again. And there's just a certain, um, there's just the love and energy and vibrancy and so much can do about New York. So I love being in New York, but I do love to travel as well. And one of the things that has, that has really that I've been able to use to incorporate travel with my work is that I'm exploring these different cultures and what happens in um, our company, Bunchful. We're very focused on gift giving. And what I try to do is to see how we give gifts to, uh, to our friends, to our neighbors, and even to ourselves right here at home. Mm -hmm. But what are the cultural traditions that that take place in gift giving in so many cultures around the world. And so I have some of my favorite stomping grounds in, uh, in Spain, in Barcelona, in Madrid, all over Spain. I love, uh, I love, I love Spain. So I'm, I'm, I'm typically going back there often. And I am interviewing people all the time, wherever I am, whether I'm in Berlin, well, even I have a stopover in Stockholm for a couple of days, and I'm talking to people about gift giving. So that's what I do, <laughs> whether I'm in New York, Atlanta, Tennessee, or wherever I am in the US or anywhere else in the world. I'm always talking about gifting. I always want to know what people's experience is around gift giving, what their challenge is and how they overcome those challenges and what, how, what solutions they want to have around gift giving. Hmm. 
I mean, I think that's phenomenal in so many ways that you were able to take something that just kind of felt good to you as a as a giver. And I know that you give in more ways than just things that are connected to monetary, right? Like to monetization in terms of money. But for you to take that and and really pour it into a an evidence-based space of like, well, let's look at the numbers. Let's, let's research it. Let's see where the gap is. Let's see how we can make things easier for people to do so they can do it in a more authentic way, especially now in the age of social media where everyone is becoming way more disconnected. Um, I have people say all the time, like, oh, I thought you knew everything that was going on me because I posted it on Facebook. I'm like, what? I'm not checking your life on Facebook. Um, you know, and they think that that's the way to stay connected, although they feel so alone and receiving a gift in the mail or having someone show up at a, a you know, a meeting and having something from the Bunchful Registry that was thoughtful and it was about them. It's just, it matters. And the fact that you were able to create that space from pure love and and want to, you know what I mean? Like, I can't even think of the other phrasing right now, but <laughs> I haven't made up an ism. But I think that was phenomenal. But I do have to ask you with that, because I know that as a giver myself, it's it's one of my my spiritual gifts. It's one of the things that I'm very connected to. Typically, when you are a giver, and, and this goes for your, your customers as well, for people who will be signing up for, for a bunchful if they haven't already, um, when you're a giver, you often get into this space where sometimes you feel drained from your giving because you're you're just giving, right? You're just pouring out, pouring out, pouring out, and not pouring in. So I'm curious, as you, a giver, was creating Bunchful, as you're you know pulling your bootstraps up, doing all that you're doing, I know that you have invested your invested in yourself and your business time in and time out over the last few years to get this company to build a team and to get it to where it is so it can go even further. Were you finding that you were having any challenges with being a giver who at times wasn't being given to in the way that you had hoped for to, you know, establish your company earlier or, you know, maybe in a record spin? Because, you know, we have dreams like, oh, I'm gonna get this up in 30 days or six months or, you know, whatever. Like, were you experiencing any burnout or, you know, even imposter syndrome around any of the development of this stuff as things went along for you? Uh, yeah, so... So yes, well, I'll tell you, there are several parts to, to that question. And I want to go back to one of your earlier points, mm -hmm. which is when you're a giver and you feel as though you're giving all the time, but you're not getting back. Mm -hmm. And I think that I had to think about that consciously and not just have an an unconscious idea about what it means to give mm -hmm. and what it means to give truly. And I had to, when I started thinking about that, I realized something profoundly important, which is that the ability to give is a privilege. Yes. And once you understand that when, if you have the ability to give something, you are in a place of abundance. You're in a place of generosity. And so the idea is never, 
is never to give something in exchange for something else, because then that is just an exchange. It's almost like a transaction. Right. But when you're giving something and you give it truly and fully, that is its own reward. That is its own, that's, that, that is the goal to actually give something. And sometimes though, I think that we are, we become blind to when we are receiving. Because in many cases, sometimes we give something, you know, to say A, and we expect something back from A. But sometimes we get so much from B, C, D, so many other places. So we get back in so many other ways. And so being able to recognize to recognize that and, and living in that space of giving freely and accepting joyously, that's the goal. That's where we want to be. And so that's the loftier, yeah. that's the loftier goal of Bunchful, but it's also the foundation of what drives us. It's the foundation of who we are as a company. And our slogan is actually, uh, to, life's a gift. And that's the, that's what, that's what drives us as a company. So mm -hmm. that's the vision. But to answer your other question regarding the practicality of building a business, you know, what burnouts there, there were, what uh, revelations and what pausing to, to breathe in and say, okay, here I am. I have this, I've identified this problem here. I want to solve it in this way. What is the best way to do that? As a business owner, and particularly as someone who's coming into the technology space mm -hmm. and technology to solve the problem of gift giving, there were the challenges that arose were really not just techno technological challenges, but also feasibility challenges. Like how do we get this how do we get this done in the most efficient way, the most seamless way? And really, again, going back to, going back to, to the root of the problem, going back to understanding the motivations around gifting, going back to talking to our, to our customers and saying, what's the problem again? Tell me again. Tell me in another way. Talking to others mm -hmm. and their problems so that, the solution we bring them is in direct is a is a solution that is based on wanting to provide to provide uh, th that resolution. Yeah. And so and so that's where we are as uh, that's that's the overview of of uh, how I founded the company and moved forward, took some steps some steps back sat again with our team mm -hmm. and said, okay, we are building our, the primary product, which is we are a gift registry for birthdays and holidays. As you know, uh, Nikita, there are many registries that solve the problem for brides or babies, mm -hmm. but so many gift-giving occasions and opportunities in our lives for which we want to provide a solution for that. And so that's, that's, our, that's our basic goal. So we, 
we actually came at this from it with a two-part solution where we are providing a gift registry which we have which we have currently built and is now in our beta testing and we are supporting that with our own podcast where we talk about gift giving in other cultures so <laughs> from all my travels and uh and also we have a gift marketplace where you can simply go online and go to our to our gift marketplace and see all these wonderful gift ideas that are not that may not necessarily be on someone's registry but mm-hmm. that's where you, you get inspiration <laughs> no that makes sense and i mean it sounds like part of to to complement what you said about you know giving giving being a privilege it sounds like your perspective which is amazing by the way of it's never supposed to be a transaction. It's never supposed to be about, you know, I give the person A, person A gives back to me, and then I feel complete and, you know, the the circle is closed, is I give the person A simply because I have the opportunity and honor to give the person A. And whatever comes back to me and whatever time from whoever, person D, E, Z, or, or never, was what it was supposed to be at the time. And it's such a heartfelt and authentic space to be in. And that's, part of the reason that you you created Bunchfall. And with that, it sounds like you've closed the gap a little bit on some of the the normal burnout that would come from trying to, you know, pull together so many resources and and leverage all the opportunities because we, you know, we know, you know, being an entrepreneur, especially coming from a corporate space because your your mindset is just so very different. Um, to be able to walk in the new world of, okay, this is really on you, Raquel. Like this is you know, whether you move and create momentum is really, you know, yes, you can use your skills that you have from your executive background and your, you know, your business expertise and strategy and sales and all of that, which is great. But, you know, if you don't get certain things done this week, then that affects the next 90 days and not right. And, and not being too overwhelmed by that, by saying, well, wait, like, what about all these connections that I made in the business world? that I did so many things for them. And now I just really need them to, you know, promote Bunchful or share Bunchful or tell people <laughs> about it and to not, you know, feel, uh, what's, what's the appropriate word? I guess disheartened that they haven't done that. So it does sound like you, you've closed the gap on that for yourself. Well, you know, I, ha- I came across an interesting quote recently on, uh, on LinkedIn. Someone I follow on LinkedIn, his name is David Staub. And he said, just to ad lib what he said, he said, what if what you are facing right now, the challenge you're facing right now is in preparation for something that you asked for? Mm-hmm. So, I had to, again, I had to think about that. You know, I recently sat down with our chief uh, financial advisor and we started looking into our numbers. (laughs) And that's fun, right? That's always fun. Mm We started looking, uh, we started really doing a deep dive into how our business will work and where our our income comes from as a business or all all of our sources. And you know, those are, those are those moments where you say, okay, I see movement here, but not enough here. And you have that gut wrench moment. And, and sometimes, especially when you're starting a business and everything is so uncertain, where life is so uncertain, you, and 
it's the, these are all uncharted waters. Yeah. And maybe the impulse that we have is to step back into our safety, is to step back into our the places we've known before where we feel comfort and we feel certainty but if that's all that we ever do then how can we grow how can we move forward how can we embrace what we have really asked for what we have really said that that's the vision that's where i'm going so if all we know is safety then we can never really grow we can never really take on to ourselves and explore what is to come and so i step out of my comfort every day in my business and i step into those uncharted waters and i brace for it and i and i set i try to set my ego aside mm-hmm. so that i can learn and I can move forward. And sometimes, especially when there is doubt and there's fog, take in a moment to calm down, to say, okay, what is it that I don't understand? What is it that is puzzling me? And saying to the other person who's an expert in that field, teach me, tell me, show me. And from there, you have your questions and you're, maybe you have to push back in some way, or, but, you're, but you're there. And when you start to do that, you start to clear the fog. And then the fog, you understand, is lifting, right? And you're moving forward and you're growing. I love everything about that. Like everything about what you said, the, the quotes, um, and the breakdown of that and how you've applied it to your life. Raquel, you're a thousand percent right. You know, I always say what you focus on, you find. And if you focused on, you know, I want this business to thrive. I want it, you know, to come to fruition. I want it. You will find that that's what will happen. But some of the things that are happening in that business, and we're just picking on business, but you can apply this to leadership, to love, to family circumstances. That some of the things that are coming up are because they need it to be a part of the process in order for what you ultimately want, the ultimate outcome to come to fruition to happen. Um, So I I hear that. I hear that. I receive that. And I reciprocate it to those of you who are listening that need to to be in that space and understanding that, oh, everything she said, teach me, tell me, show me. It's it's so perfect. Um, So I have to ask you before we come to a close. With all the traveling that you're doing and running the business and, you know, obviously staying connected to family and friends like me and everything that you're managing, all the hats you're wearing, you know, how do you give yourself permission to pause and just, you know, take care of you? (laughs) I give myself permission to pause. Sometimes I simply, my place of comfort is writing. Mm -hmm. And sometimes all I need to do is put all my gadgets aside and just walk down the street of New York with a, with my tiny notebook and pen in hand and I breathe in the air in New York and I'm and I am so empowered by you know the people and the buildings and the movement this the whole energy of New York and I start to stroll down that street and I'm writing or I'm thinking about a character or a poem And that's how I pause. I love that. And I have to say that in November, I started um, 
literally coming to New York and you know some of the places that we you know will meet at um which of course I'll be meeting at your office very soon because yes honey she went and got herself an office in Midtown New York um but you know lots of the places that we'll meet at and some of the places in the upper part of Manhattan I would just come down just for the day and break out my computer sometimes my notebook and just to write and I'm inspired by some of the same things. Now, mind you, I'm not a New Yorker by background. I'm born and raised in Philadelphia, but there is something to be said about the concrete jungle and what it can add. Um, so just your ability to process and kind of move through your own chaos. I can totally understand. And I know you're a poet. People don't know it, but she is a poet. Um, and I know that you have to be so inspired by so many of the things that you are able to absorb in um, from walking down the streets and just kind of observing you know, around you. I think that's a beautiful thing. So how can people connect with you to get more about Raquel Miller, um, to bring you in as a speaker on entrepreneurship, leadership, you know, cultural topics related to gift giving and or more on Bunchful? How can they connect with you? Well, the first place they can connect with me is at RaquelMiller.com. And from there, I, they can contact me directly on that site. Uh, of course, our core, our core, our core site is Bunchful, which is Bunchful, B-U-N-C-H-F-U-L.com. And right, they can contact, you know, contact us there. I would say that go to Bunchful.com because you can, you can actually join our mailing list so that we can invite you to the gift registry uh, so that you can have early access to the gift registry. We are right now in our beta testing and we'll be inviting and opening the platform more and more over the next few months. Yes, I love it. I love it. I love it. Raquel, thank you so much for carving out time out of your very productive schedule that you have um, to just share your journey with us to help everyone understand, you know, what you said about the quote, what you have now is the things you've already asked for um, and to breathe life into people as they revivify their own lives. So thank you so much for that. Okay. Thank you, <laughs> thank you Nikita, for having me. It was a pleasure. Thank you. Don't, Raquel, you know, don't go anywhere. I will be right back with you. Woo! Balance Boldly listeners, thank you so much. You know, I always honor the fact that you also have carved out time, whether you are in your cars, on a treadmill, on a bike, walking, or just sitting on the sofa with your feet up, binging through the series that exist through Balance Boldly for ambitious women and a few brave men. I thank you so much and I honor your time as well. I hope that you were able to pull as many nuggets out of this conversation that we had today with Raquel Miller as I did. I love learning from our guests just as much as I can give to them, um, as well as, you know, us coming together and giving to you. So thank you again. As always, if you loved what you hear, make sure that you subscribe, rate, and share this episode, as well as the overall podcast with people you know. Just give the gift of the balance tools that we have given you so that other people in your life can be a little bit more fruitful and productive and enjoy life so they can create the joy that they are seeking. 
If you want to connect with me at another time, obviously you can connect at Balance Boldly everywhere on IG, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, you name it. Um, I'm there for you to connect with. You know, my name is Nikita Thigpen. I'm always happy to be here with you. So until next time, I just want you to go and create your balance and create your joy. But remember to do it boldly. Thank you for listening. <laughs>